Is this uh, Mr. Steve Hackett? Speaking, yes. Is that Dave? Yes, sir. This is Dave, and uh, my producer, uh, Shane, is with me. How, how are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. Just got off the phone with Steve Hackett, Genesis GTR, Dude. incredible solo work, uh, and wow, just incredible. Yeah. You gotta check out his book. We got uh, a we Genesis got in my bed, yeah. We got to talk to him a little bit about the book, we got to talk to him about some other stuff, and uh, we got this uh, his very interesting take on uh, one of his uh, idols, Peter Green. Yeah, who just passed away, a massive loss, and uh, what you asked him and what he said about Peter Green's influence, just incredible. I didn't want to get off on this subject because it's kind of a, a downer, but um, uh, Peter Green passed away. Yeah. We, we know he was a major, you know, influence on you. What yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, it's an extraordinary thing. Um, there is something that I think that um, there's something special. I saw Peter Green many times before he joined or formed Fleetwood Mac, and I thought he was a brilliant guitarist. I loved seeing him with John Mayall. Mm -hmm. If you went to see them together, um, with that lineup of the Blues Breakers, you always knew it was going to be a brilliant show. Oh, and yeah. it was. And um, I had a, a friend over yesterday. Um, we were at school together, and we loved early Peter Green. We, we saw many of his things together. And um, I was playing one track. I, I loved his version of, um, this is with John Mayold, um, uh, So Many Roads, um, and um, the Otis Rush track, which I covered myself many years later, but um, it was a brilliant version with John John Mayall, brilliant guitar work on it, and um, uh, forever an influence on my playing. Um, it was a Les Paul man, Les Paul and, and Marshall. That's yeah. it, you know, Les Paul guitar, Jim Marshall amp, Wow, you know, explosive combination, everything I wanted to do and be um, in those early years. So, um, um, obviously, brilliant writer, um, huge tragedy long before he passed. The tragedy was the brilliance of the early work. And um, um, I, I can only say that I do believe in the powers of spirit. So, um, I do believe he's now in spirit, and I believe that he will be restored fully um, and um, uh, yeah huge influence what what more can I say um, yeah. he's part of my he's part of my life he doesn't realize that but he was and uh, this might sound like a cheap shot but I know that he gave he gave his famous Les Paul to Gary Moore yep yeah Greeny yeah another another brilliant guitarist and um, uh Funnily enough, I I inherited a couple of um, guitars that belonged to Gary Moore. Um, one wow. that I'm staring right at in the living room at home at the moment. Oh, wow. My and gosh. That's Fernandez. It's a Fernandez. It's the same shape as the Les Paul. It's got the sustainer pickup. Um, Fernandez did... They gave me a gift of, of, a, of a gold top Les Paul shaped Fernandez with a whammy bar on it. <laughs> and they built exactly the same guitar as a gift. Yeah, yeah. 
to 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 Gary Moore. Uh, we Gary and I shared the same guitar tech from time to time, and his guitar tech, um, Graham Lilly, used to bring this guitar on tour as a spare for me. And I said to him, "If ever you want to get rid of that guitar, um, just let me know, and um, I'd be interested in it." So he said, when Gary passed. Um, and many months later, he said, uh, I guess you'd be the go-to guy with this if you're interested in this guitar. Um, wow. I've been instructed by, by the family to sell this as he was handling the estate. Yeah. And um, I, I got two of these guitars. And um, uh, this particular guitar plays like a dream. So it's a strange um, uh, act of synchronicity that's, that's been a link from Peter Green to... To me, yeah. there is a, there is a link. It, it's um, really, and I, 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 I admire both those players hugely for different reasons. Yeah, just two legends, and you know, especially, you know, you mentioned the Les Paul and just the tone. I mean, what are your thoughts on, I mean, the tone of that guitar, but especially what Peter Green was able to do. He, his solos were just so melodic, a bit slower too, and just he really let every note sing. Yeah. Well, as I say, if, if you're aware of that track, uh, So Many Roads, um, it was released as a single at one point. It was um, Looking Back, and um, on the B-side was So Many Roads. Yes. It's, it's, a, a, um, it's a wonderful slow blues, um, and his playing on it is, is a more distorted tone than the one that he became known for with Fleetwood Mac. But then, there, of course, there's Oh Well. When you hear Oh Well and you hear him doing that fantastic live version of it, which is on, on TV, when he just turns the pickup up and it just comes into full force, and it's such a brilliant version of that. You know, that's yeah. what I remember of him. You know, he was a fiery player. It w wasn't always mellow. Um, but, you know, he understood dynamics, and he was a, a very soulful player and a great singer. Although yeah. I gather he didn't like the sound of his own voice, and maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah. And I think he didn't think he could sing. Well, you know, me and thousands of others thought he had a great voice. So um, I know that pressure of being the singer. I know that. Yeah. I know that feeling. Other people can say, oh, lovely vocal. And you think, yeah, but I wish I could sing like so-and-so, so-and-so. You know, um, yeah. We all want to be a cross between Howlin' Wolf and Mario Lanza. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we settle for what we've got. Right. And the rest of part one of our interview with Steve Hackett up online this week. News, cracker reviews, new releases, and so much more. Everything. Check it out. Yes.